0: I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome to this podcast
1: doesn't exist.
0: Welcome, welcome, friends. Hi. And enemies.
1: And enemies, yeah. Um, please Mild do.
0: acquaintances. Yeah,
1: please do share this with your friends, with your enemies, those whom you would like to annoy with our chaos. We're totally fine with that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're very easy to love, actually. A weapon of so. mass
0: annoyance.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Uh,
0: I don't think we're annoying. I think we're a no. gosh darn delay, but- We are you know if if you're not in the mood then it could be a lot
1: i mean i'm okay with that i'm i'm does anyone know
0: anyone that works at nasa can you like send them the moon landing episode just to like be (gasps) annoying (laughs) please do uh any cartographers in the house um send them any episode because we'll probably get something (laughs) about a map wrong where is Alaska <laughs> <laughs> it's on the you go around Down, the back yeah, side of the, the map
1: back of the map you have to go around the back of the map
0: uh anyway we're two best friends who enjoy creating chaos and trying to decipher some of the chaos in our world um, oh. how successful are we while well, we're successful at having a good time finding answers maybe not so much but that's we, okay. We kind of move through the world with the utmost confidence that we're right. Yeah, you we, know, you yeah,
1: you gotta speak
0: with confidence. Yeah. However, if you do have any corrections, critiques, suggestions, or just like love notes, you can send us an email, and you can find that email where Emma
1: at this podcast doesn't exist dot
0: com dot com.
1: There's a nice big fat button for it that says "Write In." So please do there's also a button right next to that that says listen where you can find all of our episodes if you would like to listen from there you can find us everywhere else but yeah go explore there's tons of stuff on the website for you to use including a bingo card if you feel so inclined to listen and play at the same time we do not advise doing that in the car but if you are a passenger princess like me
0: feel free couple's privilege (laughs)
1: I really Trouble's do. Couples
0: privilege. You get to look at so many holiday lights. I really do. So many fancy houses. I
1: really love it when Elliot drives, like, re- like I mean, a I like what I like
0: where we go when I go with y'all someplace, because then I get to sit in the back seat like a child <laughs> and look at things.
1: Well, and routinely,
0: Shannon will fall asleep. <laughs> you say that like it's every time. No. Only, like, when we're going to Williamsburg. Yeah, like, long
1: car drives. It's my favorite thing. Not, like, when
0: we're no. going to the Alamo Draft House. I'm no. not, like... <sighs>
1: No, but like it's my favorite thing when it, it like for any kind of long drive where you know Elliot and I are talking in the front or we're listening to a podcast or something and then we say something to Shannon in the back and she's just like got her head on the back of the seat just you you, you don't you don't snore or like make any noise or anything. You're well, just that's there. Good. You're just eyes closed, very peaceful.
0: If anyone's snoring sleepy. in the back seat it's Penny. Yeah. Your your perpetual backseat partner. Yeah, she's gotten better. She doesn't lick me as much, which is good.
1: I think she's gotten used to the fact that you're like a known entity.
0: She's like, I'm very anxious, but you're you can be here too. Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess that's fine. As
0: she like braces her paws. <laughs>
1: she hates anyway.
0: The car. Poor um. Baby. Oh right, bingo. I was like, how did we get here? Bingo. Um. Well, you know. Speaking of people that listen to the podcast, Emma. <gasps> You know, I've made a I've made a lot of jokes about yeah. how I'm out here in these uh, in these streets on these online dating streets. Speaking of couples privilege, I'm like, hey, if any of the random coffee dates <laughs> I've been on still actually y'all still listen? listen to the show. Like <laughs> if so, hi. I will say it is a power move because in my profile, I talk about the podcast because I'm a marketer at heart. Never miss an opportunity, friends. But it's like one of the prompts on Hinge is like, don't be annoyed if I blank or something like that. Or like, don't be surprised if. And I'm like, if I talk a lot about the podcast that I co-host with my best friend, parentheses, the pale one in some of my pictures. Mm.
1: I do appreciate that you're like, I need to make sure that you understand. It's the one you almost can't see.
0: (laughs) The translucent one. (laughs) But it is a power move. People actually listen. But then I'm like... If you happen to, please can you like ping us if just you Just like still a listen? quick
1: little, like, That'd be really funny. email that says in the subject line, I once went on a date
0: with Shannon. You <laughs> just don't have, like, to have a body, just to like it. Just pinch like, plus one. Like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> but kind of moving into a more serious avenue of this, like, I don't think that men in particular, like, cis men, realize how much forethought. Goes into deciding to go on a date. Like not only the mental energy of like, yeah, I'm going to go out after work in the middle of winter when I just want to be in my bed. Figuring out when am I washing my hair so it times out correctly. (laughs) Deciding to shave your legs if that's your thing. All those things. What am I wearing? But it's also like the sharing of the iPhone location. The screenshotting of profile pictures. Of their profile pictures that you send to your friends. It's the... You know, I'm gonna text you at ten o'clock and if you don't respond by ten thirty, like I'm calling you situation.
1: This does happen.
0: Yeah. Like we do this. The list goes on and on. And some people might roll their eyes and be like, Wow, that's like so paranoid. It's not, Get oh. over yourself. But there is a reason that we as women are wary. And I'm going to acknowledge, like, I have a fair amount of privilege as a cis white woman. Like meeting up with a stranger is statistically a lot more dangerous for anyone. Like any individuals of color and/or trans individuals, so or non-binary people. Today's episode, you may be able to guess from the direction I'm going, is uh, not a fun, not a fun topic. No, uh, but it, it is sound it. But it is an important one. So I've got some content warnings for police involvement, institutional racism, and the death of a loved one. So if that's not a place you want to go today, that's okay. You can. Sign off. Mark this as played. Go watch a TikTok. I highly recommend the Instagram account Round Boys. Uh, it's little animals that are very round. Very round. <laughs> they look like squishmallows. That's cute. In real life.
1: I would I um, would like to be scrolling that right now.
0: Well, I mean, you could. You could just ignore <laughs> just me the ignore whole you. time. You're like, oh, I set up the recording. Up uh, you good? All right, bye. Go for um, it, bestie. See you later. Okay. So, today, we are here to discuss the botched investigation into the death of Lauren Smithfields. Born in 1998, Lauren was an African-American woman living in Bridgeport, Connecticut.
1: Connecticut.
0: Connecticut. 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 It's got a lot of letters.
1: It does, but connect I cut it's the only way I can spell it. There you
0: go. She had been a track star in high school, was studying cosmetology at Norwalk Community College, and owned her own business on the side. Successful lady. Described as bright by loved ones, Lauren's light was snuffed out on December 12th, 2021 at Mm. the age of 23. So recent. Her family, however, was not notified at the time of her death. In fact, they found out two days later when they arrived at her home after being unable to reach the young woman on the phone. Christmas dinner, you see, was supposed to be at her house. So it was odd that she hadn't been getting in touch to coordinate the big event. They found a note on her door. Oh, God. Quote, If you are looking for Lauren, call this number. It was only upon calling the landlord at that number that they discovered that their daughter and sister was dead.
1: That's awful. Yeah. I somewhat appreciate the landlord if that was their. Prerogative to put up that, you know, phone number on the door if they didn't have any phone numbers for family members. Yeah, but like, that's not their job. No,
0: it's not. Well, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think on my. It's not like on my lease. I have like have an a... emergency contact. No,
1: because that's not what they need.
0: What do you think? I don't know. I feel like
1: that feels. Like it feels like they, should, they
0: should. Like, what if I, you know,
1: wasn't answering or
0: well, like, what if I wasn't responding, what if I was late on my rent and like... Yeah. You know? Yeah. They I could know. call you and you. if I were in a coma or something, you'd be like, oh. And your know. system is old and not on auto pay, so she wasn't able to write a check to you this month. <laughs> so according to police, there was one person with Lauren at the time of her death who allegedly tried to help her. This person? Her bumble date. A 37-year-old white man, Matthew LaFontaine. Mm. It's spelled LaFountain, but I'm assuming it's fancier than that. Maybe. Most news outlets opt not to print his name in the article since he, spoiler alert, has not been charged with any crime.
1: Oh, what?
0: Um, So it's time to pull out our favorite allegedly blanket.
1: Oh, gotta pull on that one.
0: Yep. Allegedly. Wrote allegedly, on everything. Allegedly. <laughs> But his name is in, like, the Wikipedia article and some of the social media stuff, so I'ma say it, because he was the last one to see her alive. The two had only been talking for three days and met in person for the first time that evening. According to him, the events of the night went as follows. He claims that Lauren invited him over, and the two were taking tequila shots when she became ill and went to the bathroom to throw up. When she returned, he said they drank more tequila with mixers, played games, ate food, and started watching a movie. At one point, she stepped outside to give her brother, Lakeem Jeter, a basket of his clothes. LaFontaine claimed that when Smithfields returned, she went into the bathroom for 10 to 15 minutes, then fell asleep on the couch while finishing the movie. He reportedly carried her to bed and fell asleep next to her. He said he heard her snoring when he awoke around 3 in the morning to use the bathroom. When he woke up again around 6.30 a.m., he saw that she wasn't breathing and had blood coming out of her right nostril. So he called emergency services. He performed chest compressions with the guidance of the emergency operator on the phone until the police arrived. The responding officer describes that when he arrived, LaFontaine appeared, quote, frantic and was trembling and visibly shaken. So this gets us into the investigation. I'm using really aggressive air quotes here because, look, I'm not a cop, nor would I ever want to be one. But even I know that there's got to be a little bit more involved than what happens. The police report said they identified Lauren using mail, a credit card, a U.S. passport, and a cell phone that were found at the scene.
1: So they touched things.
0: Well, yeah. Okay. But, I mean,
1: hopefully. I'm, sorry, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, the, that usually
0: is involved <laughs> based on what I see on TV. I'm just,
1: I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that they did it correctly.
0: Yeah, I mean. Like, I don't know. Keep, yeah. keep going. They also took cash from the scene. And, like, it makes sense that all these things were in the apartment. It was her, or, like, her house. I don't, unclear if it's an apartment or a house, but her living space. According to the police report, Lauren had been dead for at least an hour upon the arrival of medics and police. Due to the alarm raised by Lauren's family and on social media, officials felt pressure to reveal her cause of death publicly. Because... You know, after learning about their daughter's death, threw a note on the door telling them to call the landlord, and then they contacted the police, which we'll get into. But, like, it was not handled well at all. So Lauren's family was very vocal, really just raising raising the alarm.
1: God, I'm so angry.
0: Well, you're going to get more angry before we're done here. You can have a round boys break after the episode. Okay. <laughs> According to the office of the chief medical examiner, Lauren died from, quote, acute intoxication due to the combined effects of fentanyl, promethazine, hydroxyzine, and alcohol. So prescription drugs, alcohol, fentanyl. Her death was ultimately ruled accidental, despite the lack of a thorough police investigation. The Bridgeport Police Narcotics and Vice Division opened a criminal investigation a month after her death, uh, assisted by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. Okay. Quote, now to find that all these substances are in their daughter's body that basically took her life, they're so angry right now, said the family's lawyer, attorney Darnell Crosland, speaking about Lauren's family. Quote, this looks... Further, like a manslaughter. It looks more like a murder, and if the police don't start acting fast, we're going to have a real big problem on our hands. According to the family, Lauren didn't do drugs, rarely drank liquor, and regularly went to the gym, making her death even more suspicious in their eyes. Even her brother, who saw Lauren just hours before she died, noted that she seemed perfectly fine when they spoke quote she looked normal she didn't look sick she didn't look tired she didn't look drunk i'm her second older brother if i would have seen her drunk i would have said what are you doing why do you look like that unquote the family also planned to pay to have an independent autopsy conducted on their daughter's remains
1: good they shouldn't have to do that but i'm glad
0: yeah so kind of getting further into the mess of all of this Lauren's family believes that investigators did not collect key evidence from her home and allege, as such, in notice of a claim to sue the city filed by their family lawyer in January of 2022. According to the claim, two weeks after Lauren's death, Attorney Crosland's office confirmed with the state laboratory that they never received physical evidence from the home. That the family found because the cops hadn't taken it. Yeah. Including a pill that's most commonly used as a sedative, a used condom, and a round blood stain in the middle of the bed.
1: Okay, those are very, very clear pieces of evidence.
0: Yeah. Yep. But you took cash from the scene. Great. Okay. According to CBS News, the family also said that the first detective assigned to the case told them to stop calling to ask about the investigation, and at one point hung up on Lauren's father.
1: Their daughter is dead. Uh-huh. You're the person who's in charge of figuring it out. Uh-huh. They're allowed to be angry. They're allowed to be upset. You are not allowed to hang up on them. Oh, I want to ring some necks.
0: <laughs> Emma's going to be calling up the Bridgeport Police Department with some thoughts. The notice, the notice that, like, hey, we're going to sue... Also states that police refused to interview Lauren's bumble date, the last person who saw her alive. Refused? Yep. When the family contacted authorities about the man, they were told, quote, he's a nice guy. There's no need to investigate. According to Lauren's father. Quote, all we keep getting is doors closed in our faces and empty promises, unquote. Nice
1: guy doesn't cut it. Yeah. He was the last person to see her alive.
0: Yep, allegedly. Yup. Speaking of the Bumble date, Attorney Croslin said, quote, find out whether he has a drug connection to someone. Unquote. He went on to emphasize that in his experience, it's incredibly unusual for a death to be ruled as an accident with drugs involved and just left alone.
1: Yeah. There's
0: usually an effort to identify like, where did the drugs come from? How were they ingested? What's going on?
1: Especially if it's not something that she herself was prescribed. Yeah. So that would be a very clear, like, a very easy thing to check off the list. Was she ever prescribed these drugs? No? Great. That means that they got into her house by some other means. What are those means? Did she buy them off of somebody? Did somebody bring them to her house? Did someone leave them there? Mm -hmm. What happened?
0: Or, like... Did he come over? Did the date come over? Like, had they discussed doing drugs? And, like, that's why. Because, like, some people online, which I don't – I didn't get into this because I, frankly, I'm, like, get a life. Yeah. No, no, just people being trash. But some people, like, on Twitter and whatever are, like, well, like, well, she kind of, like, victim blaming, being, like, why was she – like, she's 23. Like, why was she hooking up with some 37-year-old white dude, like – clearly they were doing something they were whatever and i'm like she's an adult um she's 23 she's She's also dead she's also dead yeah so like it's not Mm. anyway stop just stop maybe think before you tweet facing criticism the bridgeport police department released the following statement quote the bridgeport police department takes these concerns very seriously The command staff of the Detective Bureau is reviewing the handling of this case to ensure that best practices were and are being followed. It is imperative to note that the death of Lauren Smith Fields remains an ongoing investigation. Our department extends its deepest condolences to the family of Lauren.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. The mayor also issued a statement, but his was much longer. And honestly, I don't put much stock in the words of politicians, so I didn't include it here. You can go find it if you want. Was it
1: encouraging in any capacity?
0: No, it was a lot of just, like, same bullshit. Like, our thoughts are with the family, and every person deserves dignity, and we will look into this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, thanks. Which, like, maybe he meant it. Maybe I'm being a jerk, but, like... Maybe, but... I was like, ah, I don't feel like... It. It's, like, five paragraphs long. I'm not... I'm not a press secretary. I'm not here to read that for you.
1: I am not CJ Craig.
0: I'm not, tragically. I'm much too short.
1: Um, <laughs> Everyone is much too short. Yeah. <laughs> She's statuesque to the extreme.
0: Yeah. On January twenty fourth, 2022, Bridgeport Mayor Joe Ganim announced that he had referred the police department's handling of the case to its office of internal affairs saying in a statement shared with npr that quote there is no tolerance for anything less than respect and sensitivity for family members and their loss unquote well good yeah bridgeport police detectives kevin cronin and angel lanos were placed on administrative leave while the investigation took place the two men were also involved in the under-investigated death of Brenda Lee Rawls, another Black woman who was found dead and alone in her home on December 12, 2021, the same day of Lauren's death. Also like Lauren, Brenda's death was reported by a man who woke up to find her unresponsive. Her family also said that they were never informed of the death and the police never followed up on it. In May of 2022, an independent arbiter stated that Detective Lanos had not performed inappropriately and that his administrative leave ruling should be reversed. Bridgeport was also instructed to provide Lanos opportunities to work 128 hours of missed overtime, totaling 16 weeks. Just days later, Detective Cronin also quietly returned to work. What, if any, new discipline each man faced as a result of the internal investigations was not revealed at the time by either the police union or city officials? Commenting on the officer's return to active duty, the Smithfields family lawyer stated, quote, The fact they have not announced the findings, it doesn't help the process in terms of transparency. People were upset about the way the cases were handled they the city officials have spoken to us and guaranteed us this would be looked into by eternal affairs not announcing the findings shows an utter disrespect for the families and the community unquote so remember lauren and this man met on bumble that's how they connected so bumble the company has released several statements in the wake of lauren's death in an initial statement shared with NPR, the company said it had contacted her family directly to offer support and was ready to provide information as requested by law enforcement. A Bumble spokesperson later told NPR that, quote, law enforcement has not requested any customer information to date, unquote.
1: That feels very important. Also, I don't you probably don't know the answer to this, but I want to know if there was any kind of connection between her and the woman who passed away the same day like specifically the fact that there was a white dude that woke up next to each of them
0: mhm who that white dude well we don't know if it was a white guy in Brenda's case oh i it thought it was you just said a white... man okay never mind
1: but still i just assumed that because there was an issue it's probably a white man but you know i mean men as a group
0: tend to be Rather
1: problematic stupid
0: <laughs> yeah And then her – I didn't write it down, but I believe her – Brenda, the other woman, she was 53. Um, Her death later on was ruled as, like, a a heart problem complicated by diabetes. But still, that – they didn't figure – they didn't figure that out until, like, February, and she passed in December. But her case didn't get blown up on social media like Lauren's did.
1: Well, I mean, mishandling still – But seems to be a much more natural cause, which may be the reason
0: why it wasn't as... Potentially. Yeah. But So Bumble's most recent statement came in the form of an Instagram post in which it said, quote, we continue to be unsettled by this loss and called for a, quote, thorough and serious investigation. I'd like to take this opportunity to remind any humans that use dating apps That Bumble historically does not have a good track record when it comes to protecting its users. You can look on TikTok or even if you just Google it, I'm sure you can find lots of people sharing their experiences. That when you report instances of sexual harassment or assault, people don't get banned from the app or like they're able to create other accounts that's personally why I deleted it. I was, like, and I told them that in my, like, feedback form of, like, why I'm deleting it. I was, like, online dating's trash, but at least I'm going to try and go with a company that seems a little bit better. We'll see. Seems to care um, about whether or not I'm okay. Lauren's case gained more traction online than from the police department.
1: Well, of course it did. There's
0: earning many more people. Yeah. Uh, earning comparisons to the tragic murder of Gabby Petito. Ah, uh. Many identified Gabby's case as yet another instance of missing white girl syndrome, a, a term coined by the late American news anchor Gwen Eiffel. I mean, if anyone anyone who's involved or like l- consumes true crime content, I think is familiar with this concept, but the idea of like if there's a white woman or girl missing, it's going to be all over the news, plastered as opposed to women and girls of color we talked about it a little bit with the indigenous women mm-hmm. yeah. missing and murdered indigenous women episode rosenda strong institutional racism what's up
1: and not to say that you know what happened to gabby was any less awful no but the it's fact still that terrible the media takes, but takes it the direction it does and then by default police departments and investigations
0: will Pay more attention. Exactly. So the, it's that in particular that yeah. like, we have the issue with. Well, it's the fact that Gabby's case was broadcast on pretty much if all like every single major news network. Everything. And in order for an investigation to be even opened into Lauren's death, it had to be signal boosted on social media. Yeah. And her family had to be like in their face
1: for their for her family to even know that she was gone. Yeah. The police department didn't tell them nope the the landlord did that i feel bad for the landlord in general yeah like that one someone dies in your in your building or in your in your you know whatever building you own and you have to then tell be the bearer of that here's a post-it note yeah holding on to that newt for two days yeah and not being able to fit that oh that's some that's some trauma
0: yeah on the topic of like signal boosting and and getting attention online um rappy rappy rapper cardi b nope i
1: like rappy <laughs> rappy cardi b
0: tweeted about the tragedy which attorney krausen later told tmz was quote instrumental in getting the police to open a criminal case
1: thank you cardi
0: uh her tweet read this is so scary Multiple exclamation points. Um, A fictional murder character, but in real life. Justice for Lauren. Connecticut, you have failed that young lady.
1: I love Cardi B. Just on a separate note. Like, this, absolutely, I love her. But there's also, like, the... I forget what it's called, but it's, like, you camera crew will like knock on the door and they know that they're coming to like come and see their house and like oh yeah see where they live and all of that vogue like 73 yeah. questions and they went into cardi b's house and she's holding her baby and she's like can i get you guys anything can i get you coffee water like anything and they're just sitting on the couch and she's like oh my god you guys haven't eaten yet what can i make can i make you something like i can make you any like she's just so sweet she's like Aww. i want to make sure that you guys feel comfy and then it's like paralleled against like people like kim kardashian who is a very manicured home yeah very much like so this is where all of my Evian sits in my in my fridge, and we we replace it every single time someone grabs one, um, but it's always available. And here's my fresh fruit that my chef just cut for me today, and I'm very excited to have it for lunch, like that kind of thing. Do you like my Kim Kardashian?
0: Voice? I love it. You should do it on Snatch Game if you're <laughs> ever on Drag Race.
1: I could never beat Jinx Monsoon's.
0: <laughs> no one could. Oh gosh, the most recent Sadie. episode of Drag Race, it, they. Sorry the, for the derailment but they flipped the script. We need a little uh, levity. It's only like episode 4 of the season. There are 14 girls left and they did snatch game. They did a double like they did 7 and 7. <laughs> which like on one hand it's like fun cuz like, you know, usually they do it on like episode 7 or 8 so a bunch of girls are gone by then and you're like, "Oh, I wonder what so and so like who which character so and so would have done." Yeah. But it was
1: I mean she when... did Judy Judy Garland so yeah. I was
0: like one person you're did uh, Joan Crawford, the Aww. person that won the episode. Her drawing name is Lucy, but like L-O-O-S. Cute. LaDuca. Lucy LaDuca. Like, like the, the shoe. Like the fancy dance theater shoe. If
1: you're a theater um, kid, you, you know <laughs> yeah. what LaDucas are. <laughs> Never As had As to like but... Katie Capizio. <laughs>
0: that would be me. <laughs> anyway, we're mm. back there I don't have a ton more this th- we're trying I'm going to try and end on like a little bit of a moments of potential light and like trying to find positivity in the midst of this awful situation but the intrigue in Bridgeport continued as recently as December of 2022 oh, um, when they swore in a new police chief the former chief Armando Perez was found guilty of rigging the 2018 police chief selection process and lying about it to the FBI. Oh. He went on to serve time in prison for this. Thank God. You, you—if If you can't hear that smile in Shannon's voice. <laughs> Ding. So Lauren's brother and mother attended the swearing-in of new police chief Roderick Porter, who acknowledged that Lauren's case brought to light some serious areas for improvement. Good. Um, not only in their in their town but statewide he stated in the linked interview in the show notes that he hoped to meet with her loved ones again soon to continue to learn from them and talk with them and you know lauren's family very quickly as part of their you know campaign to get attention paid to her case wanted to have a bill in her honor to notify families like, regarding the yeah. notification of families. Uh, Senator Dennis Bradley, who is representing Lawrence District, said in January of 2022 that he had just submitted the bill on the matter. Quote, the bill will require by statute that every police department within 24 hours either communicate or make a clear and present attempt to communicate with family members within 24 hours of a loved one's passing. Good. Good. And the bill went on to pass unanimously in April of 2022. Thank goodness. God, we're all on the same page. Yeah. And like it was mentioned earlier, Lauren's case is still open. I, I was going to say the investigation is ongoing. Somehow I doubt that. But if you know anything, the Bridgeport Police Department encourages anyone with information on the case to contact them at get your pen ready. Get you a little poster note. 203-581-5219 or the anonymous tips line at 203-576. T I P S. And that's all I got, unfortunately. I found out about this through TikTok. Um, there is a hashtag, hashtag justice for Lauren, Justice for Lauren Smithfields. They did do an episode of it on BuzzFeed Unsolved and you know I talked about this a little bit with some of the other episodes I've done recently like we're a we're a little show we're a little up and coming show I don't know how far our reach is but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be talking about the stuff that needs to be talked about Absolutely So like I said, I told Emma this before before we were on the air we were both fi- finishing our research earlier today that like there i don't really there aren't like theories yeah really it's more just sharing that the investigation was trash and and i mean
1: technically unsolved
0: right like allegedly allegedly that this guy
1: matthew lafontaine
0: he hasn't even been questioned let alone charged with anything but i bet he's still on bumble pretty suspicious yeah so if you live in connecticut Maybe keep an eye out. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe out there, friends.
1: We believe in you. Make sure that you let everyone know if you're going on a date or going out to meet anybody new.
0: Public place.
1: Well, yes. Number one, public place. But also make sure that your friends know how to
0: get in contact with you so that you can stay safe. I get so mad, though, because it's like... You shouldn't have to. Right? Like...
1: No. You're right. Your
0: average, like, cis... White, usually. I mean, but, like, your average guy probably is, like, oh, like, which – well, I'll wear that nice shirt. And, yeah. Like, your average guy is average. And just, like, grabs the keys and is, like, all right, I'm just, yeah. here we go. Like, there's no other, like
1: – Yeah. Your average guy is average. Like, the, it, but that's the scary bit is that
0: you don't know
1: who well, not, is the average no, one. No, I just
0: mean in terms of, like, how much – I mean, yes, but, like, how much – they don't have to think about it. No. In terms of preparation. Absolutely But then, like other women and other like at-risk groups, to sound like a very like dry pamphlet for a second, but like it's almost like victim blaming before the fact. It's like, well, you've got to do this and you got to do this and you got to walk with your keys like Wolverine and you got to meet in a public place because if you don't. Something can happen. Yeah. And then they'll blame you. They'll blame you. What yeah. were you wearing? Where, oh, you went to his house?
1: Why would you do that? Why would Why you do that? So, You're so, so stupid.
0: You're dumb. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's very unfair. It's an unfortunate result of the way our culture has formed.
0: Yeah. Well, and like like you said at the top, like some guys don't even realize. Like I've had people, like I've had guys who are like, oh, do you want to come over? Like I'll cook for you. Da-da-da-da. And I'll be like. <laughs> Sorry, like, I watched too much true crime to do that. Maybe on date like five, you want to go to a, somewhere in public so I don't get murdered. And like, luckily, I haven't had anyone be like, well, you're being dumb. Why do you think I'm like, you think I'm a murderer? Like, yeah, but I've had a couple guys be like, oh, I, even I hadn't about even thought of like, yeah. wow. And I was is- like, there yeah. you go maybe think about it the next time you invite a stranger over to your house well like,
1: but the, the the thing is is that they don't have to think about exactly, it exactly which yeah. is i'm sure in every case that you've had that happen sounds like anyway there was never any ill intent meant no. to begin with so of course their thought is like well i know i'm not a murderer <laughs> not all
0: men emma
1: <laughs> no I but know. some men yeah and i it, and that's and it's, the problem and it's it, exactly that you you can't predict who it's going to be and so your guard has to be on at all times like yeah. i went out to dinner with some friends on monday and we like had reservations because it was restaurant week in dc and so we had reservations at like 8 30 which is late that's yeah, late. I'm like on a school night late But that meant that I didn't get back to my car until, like, 10.30, and I had parked around the corner from where my friend lives, and we had Ubered down together, um, so we Ubered back. And so, you know, I made sure she got inside, but then I had to walk to my car, and there was a guy at the very end of the street, directly in front of my car, on the phone, obviously had stepped out of his own house to talk on the phone, and was just, like, you know, doing the thing when you talk on the phone where you pace. Mm -hmm. But my brain immediately i like i didn't even have my keys in my hand initially i put my my hand on my keys and put them through my fingers like i've been taught
0: although i do i don't remember where i saw it but an expert did say like don't wolverine it just like Get one, Get one sharp yeah. pointy key and use that as, I like, wasn't a stab-stab.
1: Stab. I wasn't thinking too far. No, ahead. no, I'm just... It was more of, like, he appeared and I was like, oh, shit. So I, like, wolverined it. Yeah. And I made sure one- I didn't make eye contact with him. I didn't make any kind of, like, movement towards him. I stepped as far away as I could from him. And he, like, you know, is talking on the phone, laughing or whatever. And he, like, turned and saw me and, like, did, like, a head nod mm-hmm. and then just kept talking. But... I can't predict who is
0: right. possibly
1: potentially going to hurt me right. in any in any sense. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't do the thing where I usually do when I get in my car, which is I, you know, you know get my seatbelt on, throw my stuff down, like, you know, all of that. I literally got in the car, closed the door, turned it on and left. And yeah. then I figured out, like, I pulled over later.
0: You're like, where am I going? What's yeah. my GPS? I pulled over
1: later to, like figure out my gps but i was like there's no way that i'm going to risk the possibility and that's the scary part is like it has to
0: be on me well even just you saying that story i'm like oh the list is getting longer of like grab your keys out of your purse before you leave the target walk don't look at your phone while you're walking to your car or like if you're in a new neighborhood like don't look down at your google maps even though you don't know where you're going like don't because it makes you a target like lock your doors as soon as you get in your car Mm -hmm. don't sit in your car and like bounce your checkbook is like the old thing of like you know nobody nobody does that anymore but yeah i mean
1: i mean i've had conversations with elliot about this kind of stuff because obviously he's expressed he's a large white man yeah and he's like i feel the need to like make it obvious to people Oh yeah. In those situations like when I appreciate I'm not going to hurt you. I'm, I'm like
0: app- I appreciate I'm it. like <laughs> if you're walking at night and someone's behind you even if like you know I've read things online where like a guy will be like Hey, like passing on your left or yep. whatever, just to like acknowledge the fact that they recognize that they appear as a threat, even yeah. though they are just walking to the 7-Eleven or whatever, yep. but to acknowledge or like to purposely like move to the other side of the street so a person yeah. doesn't feel threatened. It's like, that's how you use your privilege in an effective, like acknowledging your privilege and acting it appropriately yes. is check, like do that. Yeah.
1: And I think, obviously, you know, as we age into the world, as it's growing, yeah. those things might change.
0: Gen Z is going to save us all. Not putting all the, you know, <laughs> that doesn't ex- abdicate us from responsibility, but like... And it doesn't mean all of them are perfect. No, 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 no. Though. But I just, I've been very impressed with what I've seen genera- generationally.
1: Yeah which is i mean all the best that we could possibly ask for in that regard.
0: Yeah. Anyway, sorry it's a bummer y'all, but you can go back and listen to a fun, wacky, silly, goofy episode.
1: Yep. And i i guarantee you that there's at least one in our roster of episodes that will make you laugh your butt off. If you can find the one where i make a clown noise, clown horn. <laughs> Please let me know, because <laughs> I'm very proud of that, and I feel the need to be praised. <laughs> Good
0: job. Good job. Thanks. Wait, I'm, I'm – hold on. I'm pulling – I want your reaction to this live on the mic. As promised, some round boys.
1: Oh, they're some, so perfectly round. Some
0: round boys for you. So perfectly um.
1: round boys. <laughs> I really like the seal.
0: Yeah. He's so cute. With a good seal. I want to meet a seal in person.
1: I've oh. never met one. <laughs> it just looks oh. like
0: a, a float wait for it When he plays. Oh this just looks like a floating circle. <laughs> I love him. Um, so yeah, this Thank is a reminder. You. I appreciate that. This is a reminder, you know, the world the world can be heavy sometimes and you are deserving of a nice thing. You don't have to earn nice things. Nope. So, just take a moment to, like, do something nice for yourself.
1: Go look at a round boy.
0: A round boy. (laughs) Who looks like a little circle. And and remember,
1: this podcast doesn't exist. (laughs) But justice for Lauren. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Bye.